Welcome to the RPO Podcast. You're on episode 51. What's up, guys? I'm your humble host, Jerome Jones. We got Ray Roberts in the building. What's up, Ray? How you doing, guys? And we got Dom Adela on Skype. What's up, Dom? What's going on, guys? Not much, not much. Man, you're looking young today. I said this before, but you look really... Like, I can't, I can't, I can't get over it. You look like, you look like you're like three years younger. Why? He's only 21. He should look young. <laughs> he's a baby. Yeah, I didn't say that. <laughs> he said he's only 21. He should be young. <laughs> yeah, guys, you know, we always like to mess with Dom. We, we, we love you, Dom. That's why we always messing with you, man. But, guys, thank you guys for tuning in. If you missed last week, please pause what you're doing. Go back to episode 50, because in episode 50, we started our 50 list, and we're doing the top 50 players of college football for 2019, and we're going to jump right into it with number number 40. Yep. So, um, right, I'm going to start with you. Number 40, who, what player do you have there? I have Jalen Rieger, wide receiver from TCU. Um. We talked, Dom pretty much talked about him a lot last week, but mm-hmm. I'll continue. Um, played with two different quarterbacks. One guy was a redshirt freshman. Still put up excellent yards. Had like um, almost 1,200 all-purpose yards. 1,061 receiving, nine touchdowns, 170 yards. You know, wildcats and, and run formations on only 13 attempts. And also contributes in pad, punt and kickoff returns. I mean, we... We talked about him pretty good last week, and there was a lot of debate if he should be rated around the same spot as D.C. Lamb. But to me, D.C. Lamb has the best projection as an NFL player, a better projection than Rager. Yeah. But who's a better college football player right now? It's Jalen Rager. Okay. And we're not projecting the draft. Yeah. We're projecting who is the best college football players right now. Right. And again, one guy's 39, one guy's 40. I mean, it's like splitting <laughs> hairs at this point, man, you know? Yeah. I think that some guys thought that um, D.C. Lamb should be a little bit higher than this. Yes. What, I think what the argument was. But, I mean, yeah, man, for this point, you're talking about from 40 to 30. You're talking about that. Yeah. Literally, like, like nothing, you know? So we're gonna cut it to Don because he's, he's like he like making backward noises for us. So <laughs> we're afraid over there. <laughs> Got me scared. It sounds like a bear or something. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> so uh, um, go ahead, Don. Your 40th uh, player. I have Evan Weaver, uh, linebacker from California. Um, 158 stops last year, four and a half sacks, six pass breakups, and two ints. Um, he was the backbone of California's D last year. Um, I think if he has another solid year, I think he's quick enough to make a good transition uh, into the NFL. I think he's got the speed. He's got the coverage. He can go get the runners. So I like what he brings to the table for you, Cal. All right. All right. Cool. So, Dom, I'm going to go right back to you with the 39th. Right back to back. Going right back to me. Yep. Right back at you. All right. Um, I have, I have Raquan Davis. Uh, he's a lineman from Alabama. Um, from 2017 to last year, uh, he, he lost. Saw a lot of dips in his numbers. He had five less tackles for loss. Had seven less sacks for sacks last year compared to the year before. I think with Bugs and Williams now gone, I think Raquan Davis is going to be a big key to the, the trenches down in Alabama. Um, I can see him being a 
big part if, it, if Alabama's D wants to have another successful season as a good defense. Um, if he shows up in the trenches and with those SEC running backs where they like to run the football, um, there's a couple of them that uh, maybe one I'll be mentioning later, but uh, there's some SEC running backs that really like to run the football. So if he can idolize that second part of the defense line, I think Alabama's got a real good one down there. All right, and then let's give it to Ray. I have Raekwon. I have Raekwon Davis also. Oh wow! Everything Dom just said. I mean, people act like he didn't have a great year. <laughs> he played interior line basically and had ten tackles for loss and eight and a half sacks. Pretty good numbers. And he, this time last year, I think he was in like the top twenty-five mm-hmm. college players. At least some of us had him right there. Yeah. I mean, I think he's going to reestablish himself as a dominant player on Alabama this year and make sure he's he gets drafted where he should get drafted. Nice, nice. Yeah. So, um, I kind of skipped this. So, I want to hear you guys, uh, what y'all feel about your 40th pick and 39th pick. Obviously, y'all, tie, y'all got the same player for the 39th. So, what do you feel about Don's pick at 40? Um, I love Evan Weaver. Um, mm-hmm. Matter of fact, since I did the 39th, I'll tell you my 38th is Evan, pick and player is Evan Weaver, linebacker from Cal. Everything Dom said, he's a tackle machine. Good size, two six three, two forty five. Just a really good football player. Nice, nice. Yeah. Okay. And Dom, what do you feel about race pick? Um, you had him a little bit earlier last, last on the last episode. Let me hear what you think about him at uh, forty. I mean, he was what my what did I have him forty one or forty two? I think mm-hmm. he falls in the right place. I think like like I said, C D Lamb and, and Jalen Rieger are, are like. A and B, wherever they fall, I think they're the same type of guy. I do agree with Ray that I think Jalen Rieger right now is a better college wide receiver than C.D. Lamb, but I think C.D. Lamb translates better into the NFL. Absolutely. Right now, Jalen Rieger, where he can catch the ball, where he can run the ball, and and be effective in all those ways, I think Jalen Rieger is more value to TCU than C.D. Lamb has more value to Oklahoma. All right, awesome. So we're going to jump into 38. I'm going to start with Ray. 38, you got? I just gave you my um, yep. my 38th pick is Evan Weaver, linebacker from Cal. Mm-hmm. Like Dom just said, you know, 100 158 tackles, four and a half sacks, six pass breakups, two interceptions. He's just an excellent, excellent. And, again, 6'3", 245. Good football player. Definitely. All right. And we're going to go to Dom. So, Dom, 38. Marks, I think, still around in our heads. But um, I think now that he leaves, Nick Saban needs him to really be the anchor of that defense. Uh, Moses is a very, very good linebacker. As a sophomore last fall, he ranked first in Alabama's defensive tackles. He also had 10 for loss. Uh, a couple and a half, couple sacks and a force fumble or two last year. Uh, he needs to really step it up this year. No more Mac Wilson, like I said before. There's no more uh, uh, Williams and no more Bugs. So it, it's, it's really going to be the guys who were – younger guys last year really have to step up this year. I feel like that's how it is every year for Alabama's defense. The young guys got to step up and the older guys go who are, who are high recruits and really never got their shot. Well, now here's your shot for both Moses and Davis. So they really both need to prove each other, prove themselves at each other right here. All right, all right. So um, you got 37. Let me hear what you got, Dom. He just gave you 37. 37, I have Chris. He gave me 38. Oh, okay. Give me thirty-eight. Okay, I'm sorry. Come on, Ray. I'm sorry. Yeah. Come on, Ray. <laughs> All right. Come on, Ray. All right. Thir- 
seven, I have uh, I have Kristen Fulton, cornerback from LSU. Mm-hmm. Um, now that Greedy's going, I think this is your your their number one cornerback, and he's he's wanky, he's fast, he's quick, he's a big dude. Um, they have a five star coming in for corner, get a kid by the name of Devin, Derek Singletary, top fifty player, all mm-hmm. high school last year. So with him coming in and and Kristen Fulton knowing the defense well, I think Kristen Fulton's a good guy to learn from. Fulton really never had those wow numbers that a lot of these corners last year did, like like DeAndre Baker and his teammate Greedy Williams. He didn't ever have those those big, big stat numbers, but Kristen Fulton knows how to play the position. He plays the position well, and I think that if he can translate that to helping a guy like Derek Singletary, who's already a five-star corner coming in, I think it will help him out a lot. Your dogs are very distracting. <laughs> It's my freaking damn! I'm about to go lock the box in my door. <laughs> so, right, right. While he's uh pitting his dogs away. <laughs> okay, well, this, is what, this is what happens when you go live, you yeah, know. Yeah, live, yeah, exactly. This is live podcast. Yes. If you guys don't know, it's live podcasting. Everybody that's listening. So his dogs are growing off. So, Ray, let, let's get your 37th, man. Um, I have Dylan Moses. Oh, man, I'm back. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> good. I have Dylan Moses, linebacker from Alabama. Okay. I mean, um, exactly what Dom just said. You know, good player who I believe will make that next step and be the dominant linebacker for Alabama this year. Had a pretty good year last year as a a, a, a starter, but a part-time starter. Yeah. You know, um, big kid, 6'3", 235. Um, had 86 tackles, 10 for loss, three and a half sacks, forced fumble. I mean, he's a good football player, and I think he'll be right there this year. So Nice. Were, were you guys, like, looking at Judge's list? Because no. I got so many similar players right now. Once it's an ink, man. And me and Don do not talk about this. <laughs> uh-huh. We did not. No, we didn't. We really didn't. Right. We did right. not. Right. Y'all planned this Matter out. Matter of fact, the only, the only discussion we've had no, any, about this at all was about a quarterback, though. I think we both left out of it. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Correct, Don? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think you're right. That's it. Wow. Well, we can talk about that later. Let's get to your 36th player. My 36th is Keyshawn Vaughn, running back from Vanderbilt. Okay. Um, Average just under eight yards a carry last year, 1,244 yards, 10 scores, um, six rushes for 60-plus yards last year. So good football player, versatile running back, good size, good speed, good football player. Okay. And we're going to kick it off to Dom. 36. Who you got, Dom? I have J.R. Reed, the safety from Georgia, the All-SEC selection last year at safety at 86 tackles, mm-hmm. one sack, two interceptions. Uh, now that now that DeAndre Baker's off the NFL, he's the guy for the secondary. Uh, we saw him a little bit play some corner last year, uh, but mostly I think he's going to translate to this year as a safety. Um, I think J.R. Reed is a, is a big help for Georgia. I mean, yes, you lose DeAndre Baker, but I still think that if J.R. Reed and, and the boys in the secondary of Georgia can really hold it down, I think that I think Georgia's offense is good enough to take them really far this year coming up. But their secondary and their defense has to play just as good as it did last year and the year before. I know Georgia lost a lot of life in their defense. They lost a lot of firepower. But J.R. Reed's going to be the, have to be their first step to, to having a, a sizable and a good defense for next year, especially in the secondary in the ACC where – now, Georgia Tech is good. They can throw the ball around. You have to face Clemson. Um, so, there, there's teams in the ACC, or not even, sorry, out of the SEC, who are going to give them trouble. They play Georgia Tech every year, like I said. I think I saw them play Clemson this year. I'm not 100% sure. But their defense is still going to have to be 
top notch of the road if they want to have a good uh, good shot to get back into the playoff next year. All right, all right. So, guys, y'all know we're live. Like I always say, we're live. So if you're listening from a podcast or our uh, our, our SoundCloud, you know we're live. So anything can happen. Um, I was getting a little concerned because I didn't see Ryan's name in the chat room. He's always in here. So he just got in. What's up, Ryan? How you doing, man? You missed a little bit of the uh, list here. So we're going to, uh, you know, just continue with that. But um, at the end of this, actually, Ryan gave me his list. So I'm going to give you 50 through uh, 30. And I want to hear what you guys got to say about that. So mm-hmm. uh, we are going to do that. But. Let's get that, to. Wait, wait, wait. Does that mean? Does that mean he's gonna be with us from ten to one? Come on, Dom. Why are you spoiling it, man? There's always somebody spoiling something, man. It's usually Ray. That's the funny part. It's usually Ray really and Dom. Oh my goodness, Ryan, man. If you're hearing this. The faces and everything. I <laughs> oh man. So uh, let's, let's just move on to 35. <laughs> so uh, I think it's Dom for 35. Give me your 30, 35th player, man. Uh, Ray just said him. Keyshawn Vaughn running back from Vanderbilt. See? Um, Vaughn, was, was going, Vaughn was going into the NFL but decided to come back uh, with, with two very good offensive players, Ashley Bass and Jared uh, Pickney and Kalaja Lipstone are also coming back to Vanderbilt. So gives Vanderbilt some really good – um, very elite SEC type skill players, and, and you got three of the top ones back. I know Vanderbilt's always had some questions with coaching and their quarterback help, but I think if Keyshawn Vaughn can, can really run the ball and help out this Vanderbilt offense, I mean, he rushed for 12, uh, 1,243 yards and 12 touchdowns. Uh, he led all five, all power five running backs with six rushes for 60 plus yards last year. So Keyshawn Vaughn is definitely a top guy in. in running the football in the SEC is going to come back into it. I know the SEC is a lot of good running backs, so I'm getting wrong. But I think if Keyshawn Vaughn can really step it up and, and prove it, same with Lips coming and Pickney with everything that Vanderbilt has. I know they play in the SEC and they have to play all tough teams, but if they can really put a good show in, I think I think Vanderbilt can have a poise for a good season this year. All right, and we're going to kick it out to Ray, 35. I have um, <clears throat> J.K. Dobbins running back from Ohio State. Um, you know, fifteen hundred eighty-nine yards the last two years, fourteen touchdowns as a freshman in two thousand seventeen. Um, good football player. Um, only had eleven hundred yards last year with ten scores, and he plays in a, a team where he, you know, he just runs the ball. You know, Ohio State runs the ball, so yeah. they do, they do. All right, um, all right. I mean, so, Mike, one plus Mike Weber's gone now, so he won't have to share the ball with him as much. So you know, that's true. I think he'll probably be the the number one ball carrier this year. So okay, all right. So so far, guys, with the list, what do you think about Dom's list so far? I like you said, they're very similar. I forget the very corner similar. that he had he had in the top thirty. You know, in the top from thirty. Dom, to, who's the corner you had? Who's the corner you just had like three picks ago? Shocking! You gotta let the quarter out. <laughs> no, no. That's it's, I mean, come on. We're talking about we're talking about Raymond. Um, you'll find out later. He probably only got like JRE plays safety too. He's a real football player, dude. Wow. 
Hey, guy, if anybody in this chat room is cornerbacks or a Michigan fan, please contact me. I need help over here, okay? <laughs> I'm only getting attacked. Anyway. <laughs> um, all right, so, Dom, what do you think about um, race list so far? I mean, like, like he said, y'all are similar, but anything? We pretty much have the same players, but, I mean, it's surprising me that he doesn't have Christian Foley in his top 50. I have him at 37. So, yeah. I mean, like, he doesn't have him in his top 50. I have him at 37. Obviously, I like cornerbacks more than more than him. Obviously, that's everybody likes cornerbacks yeah, he's, more than I do. That. He's pretty disrespectful, ain't he? I have on this list. Yeah, yeah, I'm disrespectful. <laughs> oh, I know. Name. Just how it has to be done, I guess. I do have a couple corners in, in my list from that. For what for two? Right. Yeah, we got two corners I in his list. Now. I have one more today, and if you don't have this corner, I'll be very surprised. All right, so let's get let's get to uh, your picks then. Uh, I'm gonna go to Ray first though. 30, 34. 34. Um, J.R. Reed. J.R. Reed, defensive back from Georgia. There you go. He's a player. I mean, I um, dude, I'm oh, it's only partly kidding. I do respect corners. I just don't think that. I think that they're not as important as the guys up front. That's all. I think that if you think about teams that traditionally win, especially in the NFL, the cornerbacks are the last guys you think about if you have a great defense. I know you could say Seattle, that's one out of what? 30 great defenses, right? Okay, so, all right. Anyway. <laughs> Go ahead, Dom. Go ahead, Dom. 34, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. AJ Dillon, running back, Boston College. Sidelined it towards the end of the year last year, or towards, I think it was in the middle of the year, he had an ankle injury last year. He still finished with above 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns. Um, now he has a full offseason to recover. Um, his, uh, AJ Dillon's freshman year had over 1,500 rushing yards and 14 touchdowns as a freshman. I get it, he plays at Boston College. Competition isn't as good, but if you watch AJ Dillon run the football, he runs it hard, he runs it quick, and he'll run right through you. So I think AJ Dillon, this is a good spot for him if he can stay healthy this year and put up another 1,500 yard rush season and double-digit touchdowns, I think he will come back for his senior year just because it's a Boston College school. If he has another one of those years like he did the past two this year, I, I think we'll be considering him maybe a top-20 player even next year. Mm. Okay. And for some reason, your camera is very fuzzy, but we're going to fix that. <laughs> All right, so 33, Dom, what you got? I have J.K. Dobbins. Running back from Ohio State. Uh, Mike Weber's gone. Um, even though Mike Weber was a big part of that Ohio State offense, it still felt like J.K. Dobbins was their number one running back. I know after that offense in different ways, but if you just hand the ball off to a running back, I feel like J.K. Dobbins was more in that third and one, fourth and one type of range guy. And, and I know Mike Weber still carries from him. J.K. Dobbins, I think, isn't really as big receiver back as Mike Weber was. So I think J.K. Dobbins now is your is your true number one running back. Yeah, they have other guys that they can implement in. But I think J.K. Dobbins is your number one guy, and, and he could have a, a really, really good season. And I know that uh, Dwayne Haskins is now gone as well, so they have quarterback coming in and out. So I think J.K. Dobbins can really prove himself at Ohio State this year. All right, all right. All right, Ray, what you got, man? 33. I have DeAndre Swift running back from Georgia. I like him a lot. Um, I love the kid. He was hurt a little bit last year, had a little groin injury, but still yeah. average over six yards of carry. Um, over 1,000 yards, 10 touchdowns. Actually, I caught 32 balls for almost 300 yards and another three scores. 
um, a really good football player and a consistent football player. He's been one of the best running backs in the country for the last two years. Yeah, so. Philly yeah. kid. Yeah, good football player. Philly kid, yeah. Yep. It was crazy because I follow him on um, on social media, and he was, like, working working out across the street, well, across the bridge. And I was like, man, I kind of want to go over there, but that would be so weird just to go over yeah. there, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, I, I really like uh, DeAndre. DeAndre. Yeah. All right, so we're going to go to 32, and Ray, that's your pick. So you got? 32, I have um, A.J. Dillon, power back from Boston College. Mm-hmm. Everything Dom said, and I don't think – as a as a pro player, he's a first second carry type of guy. Mm-hmm. But as a power running back in college, he's one of the best in the country. So, okay, I respect Boston College players. They're tough. Like I mean, think about it. He's a power running back, and he still put up back to back years with a thousand plus rushing yards, and double digit touchdowns each year. So he, he does show that he has got some speed in him. But yeah, yeah. Well, he it just takes him a step or, or a half a step to get there, man. That's all. I mean, he's not right, right out of the jump, but once he gets his feet going, he's good, you know? Like, yeah. He kind of reminds me of, like, a, like a Jonathan Stewart type of guy. Exactly. You know I mean? Yep. Like, fast, but he needs, he, needs, he needs a yard or two to get going. Correct. And if you guys don't know, we actually uh, interviewed uh, A.J. Dillon. Mm-hmm. So check him out on InsideTheHatches.com. Got that little plug yeah, we, in there. Yeah, me and, Ryan, me and Ryan talked about it. We did yeah. a little breakdown of him, too, so. Nice, nice. Good football player. Yeah. So remember, guys, the college uh, breakdown will be coming out soon with Ray and Ryan and friends, uh, I can say. So mm-hmm. that will be coming out soon, so keep an eye out for that. But let's get to 31, and I'm going to go – wait, Don, did you give me 32? I didn't do 32. Go ahead, Don. I'm sorry. I am so sorry. I, go ahead, Don. I got ahead of myself. Good. <laughs> um, you're good. I have Edo Benjamin running back from Arizona State. Okay. Um, I know I just gave you, what, four running backs? in a row I promise there's not another one after this <laughs> uh, but you know Benjamin his first year first year as the, uh, as the starting Arizona State running back just really killed it 1600 yards and 16 touchdowns and he added 263 through the air so 1600 yards and 16 touchdowns I understand Pac-12 defenses aren't really as tough as like say the SEC or the Big Ten but it's still a power five conference they're still going to have five star guys on their defense and you know Benjamin put up over 1600 yards and 16 touchdowns when you had Manny Wilkins and Enfield Harry through through the air, so Manny Wilkins was more of a Enfield uh, Harry and company a lot. So to have a running back like that have to over sixteen hundred yards and sixteen touchdowns when Enfield Harry had pretty much those same exact stats through the air, kind of kind of scary that the big now now arguably the best wide receiver in that class is gone and you're still coming back. It, it's it's going to turn some heads. And I think you know Benjamin might might have some some late. Heisman push luck, I think, if he has, I think, might be a little bit of a Heisman candidate. I think he was last year. I think he, like, finished ninth or eighth. Maybe not last year or something. I don't know. He might have, I know he was in the talking of it, but I don't know if he finished in the ballot. But I think, you know, Benjamin could have a very solid year this year. Definitely, definitely. And we got our first comment inside the chat room uh, before Ray gets his, uh, I'm sorry, Dom gives his 31st pick. Uh, Remy said, these things will be a lot more exciting once college football starts, can't wait. Remy, we totally, totally, totally agree with you, man. Never heard truer words be spoken, man. Especially from Remy. That's no, I'm right. joking. I'm joking, Remy. No. How many days we got? 66, brother. 66. 66 more days, man. Can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah, we are excited. Yeah, and it's going to be very exciting once the season starts. But I'm going to kick it to Dom for his last pick of tonight. 31st. 
Who's your 31st player of this uh, year? Paul Sidibo, quarterback from Stanford. Uh, DB, baby. Last year and he was... <laughs> what? I said DB, baby. Got a DB. Oh, oh, I thought you said that. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Retro freshman last year. Yeah. Um, okay. He was probably one of the best Pac-12 quarterbacks last year, I think, personally. Uh, mm-hmm. Broke up 19 passes. Picked off four at 64 tackles. Was a redshirt freshman. Um, and I think, what was it, two or three of his four interceptions he had last year were in one game over Cal. So I think Paulson and Debo, I think, might emerge into a top quarterback in college football next year. Uh, I love what he does on the field. Uh, he fires you up. He pumps you up, I think. As now, what is he going to be a redshirt sophomore? So he still could potentially have four more years to play in college. It's scary. Like this kid is like this kid's really good. If you've never seen video on this kid, go watch him. Like, he hits you hard. He won't, he's not scared. He's going to be called Debo. Is going to be a solid cornerback, and I think just like earlier what I said about J.R. Reed, I think if he has a big year, I think we can see him cracking into that top fifteen next year. Nice, nice. And Ray, thirty-first, who you got, man? I have um, you know, Benjamin, running back from Arizona State. Um, great year last year, 1,642 yards, 16 touchdowns, 35 receptions, 263 yards, two more scores. Kid's a playmaker. Nice. So, give me a second because I'm pulling up Ryan's. Uh, I'm pulling up Ryan's list right now. So okay. that's what I'm doing now. But as f- so far with you two guys, uh, what do y'all think about your, um, you know, Top um, 20 players. I mean, I, well, bottom 20, rather. I mean, I, again, to me, you were scoring. Is it really bottom 20, though? Bottom 20 of 50? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. I'm saying, is it really bottom 20? Because all the 20 guys that we named are, are star players. Sure. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's what you know I mean. Yeah. just put your kind of splitting hairs. I mean, it pretty much comes down to, to, to what, you're, what you prefer as a player. I mean, right. I mean, they're all, they're all productive. They all play it. I mean, there are some that don't play at huge programs, but they all play at good programs. To me, every team in college football is a good program. Definitely. You know, but, you know, that's just how I feel about it. So, you know, there are teams I don't like, obviously, and Dom has too many corners in his top. <laughs> how, many, how many corners do you have in your list? I think I have four in my whole top You have top 50. four? I think so. Jeez, dude, like, disrespectful. Can, can I get some help over here? <laughs> I'm always being attacked here. But it's all right, Bray. I'm going to get you back. I didn't attack you, man. I yes, just you told did. you asked me yes, the quarters did. I had. Yes, I did. told you yes, I you think did. I have four. <laughs> Maybe it's three. All right. So I finally pulled it up. So I'm going to give you guys Ryan. So for 60, he had um, Marvin Wilson, defensive tackle from um, Florida State. 59, he had Zach Moss, running back from Utah. 58, he had um, Jalen Hurts, cornerback, I'm sorry, quarterback from uh, Oklahoma. Uh, 70, 57, he had Shea Patterson, uh, quarterback from Michigan. Didn't one of y'all have him at 57? Uh, Dom, right? right? Dom, 47, you, had, you mean, right? 47. Oh, 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 yeah, he gave me extra. He gave me extra. Okay, so okay. he gave me 60 instead of 50. I apologize. Okay. So, yeah, he gave me he gave me. A couple more. So I'm gonna read out. Wait, this. wait, 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 real quick. <laughs> he had Jalen Hurt. He had Jalen Hurt at number fifty-eight. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, Dom just walked off. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. 
Um, 56, he had Najee Harris, running back from Alabama. 55, he had Henry Ruggs, uh, the third wide receiver from uh, Alabama. 54, he had T. T. Witt Higgins, uh, wide receiver for Clemson. What? <laughs> I knew you were going to go off for that. <laughs> um, 53, he had um, uh, Troy um linebacker from Oregon. 52, he had J.R. Reed, safety from Georgia. Uh, 51, he has uh, C.J. Henderson, cornerback from Florida. At 50, he had Kobe Parkinson, uh, tight end from Stanford. Um, 49, he had um, Mason Fine, quarterback from North Texas. Um, 48, he had Albert Okawaboom, tight end from Missouri. I don't know how to say his last name. I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, 47, he had Calvin um, Thorpe Morton, uh, offensive attack from um, Oregon. So far, what do you guys think about this list? I mean, I'm pretty sure Dom has something to say, but. Um, Jalen Hurts, he has, um, Jalen Hurts way too, way too low. Way too low? Way too low. Okay. What do you think? Uh, he I'm, was in the Heisman running three years ago. Now he's a 60th rated football player in college football. Come on, man. I didn't make the list. Okay. I'm just, <laughs> again, it's just all subjective is my opinion. That's yeah, all. no, it is all subjective. Definitely all subjective. Um, Dom, what do you think? Well, or sh- you want me to finish, Dom, and so you can just have a good rant? Yeah, yeah, just. just all right, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep <laughs> going. You use no. the bathroom, Dom. <laughs> <laughs> um, 40, yeah, f- keep going. 46, he had D.A. Um, King, quarterback from um, Houston. Uh, 45, he had Trey Adams. Um, offensive tackle from Washington. 44, he had Walker Little, offensive tackle from Stanford. Uh, 43, he had uh, J.K. Dawkins, uh, running back from Ohio State. 42, he had Caden Stearns, um, safety from Texas. Uh, 41, he had Jalen um, Rager, wide receiver from TCU. Uh, at 40, he had uh, Patty Fisher, linebacker from um, Northwestern. 39, he has um, Andre Cisco, um, safety from um, Syracuse. 38, he has Evan Weaver, linebacker from Cal. Uh, 37, he had Paul, Paulson Aldobo, um, corner from Stanford. Uh, 36, he had uh, David Woodward, uh, um, linebacker from um, Utah State. Nothing. 30, 35, he had Raquan um, Davis, defensive tackle from um, Alabama. 34, he had Keyshawn um, uh, Vaughn, uh, running back from um, Vanderbilt. Yeah. 33, he had Joe um, Bocci, linebacker from um, uh, Michigan State. Mm-hmm. 35, he has uh, Julian Aqua, uh, defensive end from Notre Dame. And 31, he has uh, Christian Fuller, linebacker from LSU. Any, any, any I'm comments? Like all of the selections, except for Jalen Hurts, is way too low. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, because you didn't you remember. Can't, you can't go from a top, a top 15 player three years ago at Alabama, so now you're in the outside the top 15. Top 15 player? He was the best quarterback. Okay. <laughs> well, you, you know what, Tom? You're, you're correct. You're correct, but even with that, he was like in the top eight on his own team. So he's top 15 in college football, but he didn't go from 15 to 50. Uh, so I just picked. 
I just put Don, I just put Don back on the screen because uh, just want to see his reaction, guys. Uh, he's kind of. We have some of the same players, us and Ryan. Yeah. The only yeah. thing that stood out to me was Jalen Hurts' weight is way too low. That's all. And where where was T Higgins? Fifty four. Uh, so, I think it was like forty seven or something like that. No, 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 no. He was. No, and he I don't remember if Ryan was one of the people that thought that we rated Jalen Rager too high, but he had him rated right forty one or forty two too. So yeah. we're good there again. Jalen Hurts was way too low. That's all. All right. That's all. Everything else is subjective. So, and he named good football players. We know that. Yeah. You know. He did. <laughs> one minute, one minute, one minute. Go ahead, Dom. Go ahead. So Ryan honestly, truly can say with a straight face, next, uh, when I see him, I want him to say to me with a straight face that Justin Ross is a better wide receiver than T. Higgins. I want him to say it to me with a straight face. I know he can. Oh. I want him to say it with a straight face that Justin Ross is a better wide receiver than T. Higgins. And I would love, love to see him say that Shea Patterson is a better quarterback than than Jalen Hurts. I would love to hear him say that. So, Ryan, if you're listening, you just got called out. So, uh, we want to see you next episode. Wait, you just wait. got called out. But go ahead, Dom. Who's the quarterback from the North? Who's the quarterback? I can't remember the name. Hold on. I have my list right here. He's trying to tell me. And don't get me wrong. I think Doreen King, and I think that... Um, Mason Fine. Mason Fine. Mason Fine. Mason Fine. I think both, both of those quarterbacks are fantastic quarterbacks. But there is no way on God-given earth to <laughs> be higher than Jalen Hurts. No way. Oh, my goodness. No, I mean, I agree with that. I mean, I love Mason Fine, too. The kid's a gunslinger. He's you know, 5'11", but, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, Sure, he's a, he's a mock. Yeah. Are they even close to the level of him? Not no. even close. No. He was considered the best quarterback in college football, and you have him outside of your top 15 because Tua Tagovailoa, who's considered a top three player yeah. in football right now, maybe two or one, took his job over. It's not like he lost his job to a scrub. It's not like he lost his job to, to a guy who can't play. He lost his job to Tua, who's the best lefty quarterback in college football right now, probably since Tim Tebow. So he lost his job. Let's go, 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 Kent Stabler, dude. Tebow sucks. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. Uh, he went way back on that one. <laughs> Whoa. Before we, before we get off, guys, uh, Remy had a question real quick. So he said, quick question for all three of you guys on the yeah. podcast. What is the number one, what is your number one can't miss guy in next year's draft? Um, a guy that you believe will be a star in um, the NFL, guarantee in, at any position. The 2019 draft? Um, or the 2020, 2020 draft? Yeah. We're talking about the 2020 draft already, man. We got, yeah. Remy. The 2020 me, draft? Trevor Lawrence. No, that's, that's the, he's the 2021. Uh, oh, that, that's this year. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry. Um, Next year's draft. I love Chase Young. I think he's a stud as an outside edge rusher. Okay. Dom, you want to uh, chime in on that? Hey. Yeah. Um, AJ Espinosa, DM from uh, Iowa. He's my second guy. I think he's going to be top five pick next year. Okay. Yep. I, think he's I, top lo- five pick next year. I love both of them guys. I think they're two of the premier guys that can be edge rusher, mm-hmm. good outside rushers, and actually guys that can hold the point of attack and play their run pretty consistently also. Yeah. All right, so Remy got your answer, man. I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you one more. 
Georgia. Andrew Thomas. Oh, can I give you one more? Go ahead, go ahead. One go ahead, more. Go ahead, Ray. Grant Dolpin, safety from LSU, is a stud. He's from LSU. I mean, he's a stud. DB, that's DBU right there. Okay, right? well, again, well, uh, again, and he could probably play in the corner, yeah. but you play him at safety, and he's a stud. Yeah. All right? All right. So we're going to wrap it up for today's uh, list. We want to get you, Ryan, on um, next podcast, or at least yeah, give us some, some kind of feedback or something. Something. Yeah. I need you to tell me that Doreen King and Mason Fine are better quarterbacks than Taylor. <laughs> I need to see your eyes on the, over the phone. I need to see you physically say it to me without a smile on my face. On your face. <laughs> Dom is heated. We got Dom heated. So <laughs> I knew that list was going to ruffle, ruffle some feathers. But, uh, guys. Again, I had no problem with this list. He named good football players. Yeah. Jalen Hurts can't be out, out. He can't be outside the top 20 to me. Mm. He can't be. All right. So next week we're gonna do thirty through uh, twenty twenty one. Yeah, thirty through twenty one. Yes, sir. And we're gonna beat down that list. And guys, like I said, every like, like I said last week, every time the higher we get up, the more crazy these lists is gonna get. The more debates is gonna be. So guys, make sure you keep checking them because it's gonna get crazy. You already see Dom over here. Acting crazy, so <laughs> guys, make sure you check us out. Make sure you check us out next week for episode 51. Um, I'm your host, Jerome Jones. Uh, we got Ray Roberts in the building and Don Modelo. Guys, make sure that you check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Inside the hashes, inside hashes for Twitter. Check us out on our website, insidethehashes.com. We got a whole bunch of interviews. We just got an interview um, just today. It's gonna be a big one. I'm gonna announce that next week. Um, so keep checking this out because it's gonna be out in the next few days. So just check out. Make sure you're checking out all and our information. Our, just for our people that, that are wondering, when Jerome says a, a big interview, he's serious. A big interview. Big interview. Big yes. interview. Like top player kind of interview. Yeah. I mean, so in our top fifty, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. This player's in everybody's top fifty. Yeah. So make sure you check us out. InsideTheHashes.com Twitter, Facebook, Instagram Check it out guys Please, please, please And guys, we're always going to be Doing new things for this po- for this podcast And Inside The Hashes So check us out Because we got new things coming up Real, real soon You guys stay tuned, man You got to stay tuned Because we're, 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 we're evolutionary We're going to keep going We're going to keep building on things And we're going to keep getting better and better each week So guys Thank you for coming out. Thank you for listening. If you listen on our podcast, thank you for uh, tuning in. And, guys, y'all have a good week. 66 days. 66 days. Yes. Oh, baby. Oh, baby.